And we're back once again with the Dead Red Herring Podcast. Yummy. I am Roland. And I am Magnus. And uh, we're here for more shit talking. <laughs> <laughs> Verbal shit posting. If we're you here will. to warm ourselves at the local dumpfa- dumpster fires. Yeah. Well, I don't think we need to say very local because uh, we have major companies to do the dumpster fires for us. Like Bethesda. Yeah, they spreading uh, they're spreading their dumpster fires to all of the people. Bethesda, EA, Netflix slash Disney, mm-hmm, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ubisoft. Anyone else? There are so many. Yeah. So so many. How many more? How many more? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, let's if we're gonna start somewhere. Yeah. The Netflix yeah. thing. Because we have been reporting a lot on um, the cancellation of the Marvel Netflix series. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to feel like the harbinger of death about that. Because at first, Iron Fist, I mean, and then we hope like, alright, maybe they won't... Uh, they, maybe they will continue to Luke Cage. Luke Cage cancelled. Mm-hmm. Alright, maybe at least they will continue Daredevil. And now is it Daredevil is cancelled. Yeah. So I guess we are going to see, well, we're going to see another season of uh, Jessica Jones and Punisher. And because, Punisher. I mean, they're, they're in, in production, production or mm. near complete production. Exactly. So, but this is what I've been saying. This is Disney pulling back all their licenses because they want to have everything on their own platform. Yeah. On their own streaming service. Yeah, exactly. So... Well, I guess Disney is to blame on this one. And sure, to say to blame might be a bit harsh, but... They're responsible. They're responsible for that. And I guess we're going to have to see and uh, see how their version of upcoming series is going to be on their streaming channel. But yeah, we're not going to see the same kind of Netflix Marvel. I mean, we're never going to (laughs) see the... This raw adult series. Not not in a service provided by Disney. No. And then again, this this is the thing. This is my real... I'm not sure what to say. Pet peeve or gripe. whatever. This is my gripe. Uh, if I want to see Disney stuff when they launch their own platform, I have to pay for another streaming service. Yeah. And I'm I'm not really gonna do that no it feels very i mean i already have netflix i sort of have uh uh well hbo yeah and all via that. play here in sweden yeah. i'm not sure if, if <laughs> our local, local. If, <laughs> yeah i'm not sure if that that goes international or whatever but yeah it's like i don't need another service no to drain money and i'm not saying turn to piracy but <clears throat> no i'm not saying it raise uh, the flag yeah. voice the sales Ra- raise the jolly roger people <laughs> yeah we're not promoting piracy <laughs> we just we're certainly thinking about it loud <laughs> we're just looking at what alternatives we have <laughs> <laughs> cheaper alternatives or or more expensive de- depending on it i mean if you look at the guys with the pirate bay yeah th- they got mm. sued for millions yeah and for not really sure they provided a service 
where you could find torrents to download. Get the torrents, and via the torrents, you get the pirated. How many years files. in prison they got? Ten, I think. I, I I'm not gonna swear on it. I don't really remember. I just remember that the amount they had to pay was ridiculously high. Mm. I mean, here's a fucked up thing in in Swedish courts. Mm. The penalty for piracy is higher than rape and murder. Let that sink in. Yeah. That's fucked up. Not saying we have a fucked up uh, justice system. But... Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it is <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. But moving away from the politics, <laughs> yeah, for now. For <laughs> I bet we, we're gonna come back to it. We try to, but they're making it so <laughs> difficult for us. Okay, well, sure. Okay, I, I'm I'm pulling back the statement <laughs> on on the topic of politics. <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> well, th- this is something I found really hilarious when. Fans of Doctor Who, the current Doctor Who, say that it's getting too PC. Now, imagine how PC you have to be for, like, these PC... NPC... Oh. Ah, NPC. <laughs> to, uh... Yeah. Think something is too PC and political. Well, okay, to not be honest, political, I don't but... think it's the NPCs that are complaining. I think it's the... The people that enjoy the the series, the character Doctor Who, yeah. and maybe not spend that much time on the politics. Exactly. And some message in uh, some episode might be, might be fitting sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you give more time and energy on the message and on the uh, political message <laughs> than the, the political story. political shoving, I'd say. Yeah. Then the story of the episode. You might not be cut for the job as no. writer. Shipnall. Yeah. But Shipnall is going to leave. Yes, he is. And so is... Oh, what's her face again? Jodie Whittaker. Yeah. She's going to leave. So, Allegedly, at least. <laughs> Allegedly, yeah. So... But at least we're going to get a Christmas episode. <laughs> yeah. The not the Christmas episode that is a New Year's episode instead of a Christmas episode because they don't want to write another Christmas episode, so they make it a New Year's episode. Holy crap, I'm going cross-eyed. <laughs> I'm going cross-brained here. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> That's the sound of a brain breaking. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> yes, it is. There's this fine little gesture to that sound as well, but... Well, maybe I can show it on a live stream at some point. Maybe someday. We we have a video. Yeah. Just imagine you have your brain. Because, I mean, it's in two pieces. Connected in the middle. And it just breaks. (laughs) (laughs) Just this little break. (laughs) Mm. But on the point of Doctor Who, I haven't watched Doctor Who since... It was a Christmas special with the... uh, Matt Smith. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, which number is he? 11, yeah. I think. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I've already mentioned this, but the thing that broke it for me was their version of Sherlock Holmes. Oh, yeah. The lizard <laughs> person. <laughs> and, and, and at that point, I was like, no, fuck off. 
fuck off. Fuck this. Yeah, fuck that shit. And then there was the special of Sherlock. <laughs> and that broke it for me. I was like, no, this is getting all political. This is bullshit. Damn you, Moffat. Yeah. So, I mean, they ruined... I, I love the first season of Sherlock. Mm-hmm. I think it was absolutely the best one that has been made in modern time in the depiction of Sherlock. Yeah, it was a very fresh start and with a new idea. And very... Yeah, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And then they go and fuck it up like that. Well, it's BBC, so... Yeah. They're just as bad or... I'm not sure if they're even worse than our yeah. state propaganda. <laughs> Which Re- regime oh, TV? Yeah, let's just say and that. Here's a fun fact for people outside of Sweden. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> the funding for the public, public service TV, radio, and everything now it's on the tax. Because before we had the uh, television uh, fee. Yeah, so there was speak. a fee that that they said it's mandatory if you have a TV. I suppose it's a uh, very. Uh, I guess a lot of countries has the exact same, I think. I'm not sure, but here's the way it worked here, at least. There was a uh, mandatory fee if you owned a TV. Mm. Whether or not you could actually hook it up to an antenna and get receive signals to watch TV, as long as you had something that had the potential of receiving the signals, you had to pay this fee. They wanted to make it so that you had to pay even if you didn't have a TV, but if you had a computer or even on a cell phone. But thankfully, there, there were people that said, no, fuck this, went to court and got, well, they won. Mm. So there were no fee for computers or cell phones. But there, there's been a lot of, well, controversy about the whole mm. public service fee. So now the current regime <laughs> if actually managed to uh, to put this fee on the tax instead of well <clears throat> as a I'm not going to say voluntary fee but yeah. uh, a um, so to say so to say dodgeable yeah. fee the thing is that if you didn't own a TV you didn't have to pay but now with the new tax even if you don't own a TV, you're going to have to pay. Yeah. And I think the, um, the um, so to say, excuse or one of the reasons they wanted to have this uh, uh, tax for mm-hmm. it, it was to, um, in the name of democracy. <laughs> that's some big fucking air quotes there. Yeah, I mean, but, but still, it's, that's actually what they said. Yeah. That, that's the reason. Democracy. It's for democracy, and we actually have a democracy minister. Yeah. What, what is she now? The uh, democracy and... Uh, culture, I think. Culture minister. Yeah. And she's doing a terrible job. Send help, please. <laughs> oh, God. And we actually still doesn't have any an, a government. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the situation is fucked up. <laughs> Welcome to Swedish politics. Yeah. <sighs> so, but yeah, yeah. speaking Don- of the BBC <laughs> and everything. And I mean, we don't usually do much politics, but 
in this case with the tax, it's sort yeah. of um, it, it, it leaks into our territory. Yeah. So we have to do something about this. So because th- the thing is that this tax is gonna go to cultural projects, so movies, TV shows, and everything produced in Sweden is gonna be well getting their money from tax money now. So whether they deserve it. Or not. Yeah. So more propaganda. Hey, Hooray. Uh, Fuck this shit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck hell. Yeah. So that's another dumpster fire. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> so we have our own dumpster fire to <laughs> warm ourselves with. Yeah. Mm. But moving to another dumpster fire. Should we start with Battlefield Five? We should start with Battlefield Five. Oh God. <laughs> well, Rem- well, remember I- when we said uh, they said uh, if you don't like the game, don't buy it. Yeah. Well, guess what? People. Actually, took <laughs> took it up. They don't buy it. Yeah, the sales are down. Uh, how many? Uh, how much? I think it was compared to the sales of Battlefield One. It was like sixty three percent down for the same period. Well, that's gonna sting. Yeah. And oh, fun. <laughs> here's the thing. I've I've listened to a, a couple of people talking about this and. A lot of them say that the game it's in itself isn't really that bad. It's a good game, but it's incomplete. And also, EA and DICE, they've been saying that you won't have access to uh, certain features, such as the Battle Royale mode and something else, until, like, another month or so. Oh, Christ. But you still pay the full price for it. So... The analysis has been more or less that the reason they do this is to keep the hype for the game up so that there will be a bus around it so that more people will come into it. But I feel that if you're gonna actually demand people pay full price, then you should actually have it complete. Mm. And that goes into Fallout 76 as well, but we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> but but here's the thing. They sell the game and openly say that you won't be able to get these features until another month or so. They are complete, but we have to wait. Why? I wonder. Anticipation. Yeah. It's, I think it's really honestly fucked up. Mm. If you have everything ready, put it in the main release yeah exactly but i mean it's ea they have made money milking a sort of mandatory art on the company so (laughs) mandatory course trolling is an art oh yes oh yes (laughs) but uh... (laughs) so yeah i mean in the first opening of the battlefield 5 was it the the sales were not Good. No, no, they were really bad. They're and looking at say? the you, they, UK figures for some reason, but I'm yeah, not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, also good. But what was it the next week? They yeah, lowered the price yeah. on Yeah, they, the they slashed it in half, so it's like 50% off. Yikes. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that, that's not good. <laughs> if that's not a warning sign, I don't know what is. Yeah. And and just to get into Fallout 76 with Speaking all Speaking of incomplete games. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. The, the, fa- the things we've heard about this. It has not been kind. No. At all. I, I truly think that Fallout 76 will 
permanently tarnish the good reputation of Bethesda. Yeah. But I think maybe they will take this to... <laughs> yeah, I know. But hear me out. Maybe they will take this to heart. I mean, they rose too high. And now they flew too close to the sun. With their new... Uh, their new title and the new kind of game and they wanted to milk the money and oh fuck people didn't like that hopefully they will take it to heart I'm gonna crush your dreams here Um, I think the problem is that people have been too lenient with Bethesda Mm. because Bethesda has a track record of releasing well Really buggy games, mm. incomplete games at some turns. I mean, just look at the release of Skyrim the first time. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think the reason they actually got away with it is because it was a single player game. It was manageable to fix. And thanks to modding, I think a lot of people were willing to look the other way because they could do a lot of things with the games. Yeah. Now that you have a always online, massive multiplayer, massive in air quotes, mm-hmm. multiplayer game, um, non-moddable, there is no way for the players to fix the problems. You have to rely on the company. Mm. And the company seems more interested to have a ton of promises and just shove things out and then hope for the best to fix the problems later, mm. which we've seen. I mean, the the uh, base file of the game was like 47 gigs. Mm-hmm. The first day patch was at 58 or something like yeah. that gigs. The next patch was the same size, and now they're going to roll out one or more patches at the same size. You're going to have an, like your own hard drive for that shit. Yeah. This is not good. No. This is an at the best an early access type game. Yeah. This is incomplete. There's and no effing way that I'm gonna pay sixty bucks mm. for a half-assed incomplete buggy game. And to to be playing, I won't don't want to say the devil's advocate, but to play the antagonist for a little bit while. You people who bought it on Early Access, shame on you. I'm just saying that. They bought an incomplete game on Early Access. I mean, I, I'm going to say I, like I don't this. Wanna, I, wanna, I don't want to put all the blame on the customers here, because it isn't. But people, don't buy Early Access. I'm just Actually, saying that. No, no, no. There's no problem with buying Early Access games. Because if something is actually titled Early Access then you know that it's incomplete. Mm. Fallout 76 has been promoted as complete. That's the difference. All right. Okay. So there's no reason to blame those who buy early access because early access, in my opinion, is a good way for at least smaller developers to have their product get out, to get some funding, and providing people with some entertainment and being able to be part of the process moving forward to the complete product. Yeah, in the same time getting some feedback on the... Exactly. So, So, I mean, it's... it's, On a smaller company, it works. Yeah, but this is Bethesda. Yeah. Look at the amount of money they've actually made on their things earlier. And they have put a 
ton of money on marketing yeah. this time. So And they release something that is more or less early access. Mm. This is all on Bethesda. Yeah. This is not on the players. This is not on the customers. No. At all. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yay, yay, yay. I... This can be a tough one to crawl out of, so to speak. Uh, yeah. I, I'm never, ever gonna be not skeptical of Bethesda ever. <laughs> I mean, shame on me for not being skeptical from the beginning, because, mm. as I said, they have a track record. Yeah. But... I could never imagine them doing something like this. The, you said it in an, in an of the record <laughs> of the recording, so to say, <laughs> uh, discussion that Fallout seventy six is more or less another No Man's Sky. Yeah, and I disagreed at first because I thought that well they've been honest about what's going to be and everything, but then I looked into stuff. I listened to some commentary on it, and you're right. They did promise a whole lot of stuff. Mm. They did not follow through. They might actually implement it now, well, with the patching and everything. Yeah. But it's still incomplete game. Yeah. Still, that is the main point. It's an incomplete game. <laughs> I can't let it go. <laughs> so I guess we're going to have to see if they're going to go full No Man's Sky. Because No Man's Sky has sort of yes, made it a turnaround. Back. Yeah. So it's actually somewhat playable. Yeah. And actually... As I heard in reviews and all that, kind of good. Mm. So, I guess we're going to have to see if Fallout makes the same. Because the amount of money they have put on marketing and to get this out, mm. they would be stupid if they didn't try to fix this. Yeah. Yeah, well, they have to fix it. Yeah. But, but I don't think any amount of fixing will will make up for no, the, all the stuff they've the done. The trust is broken. So yeah, especially if you look at this uh, Power Armor edition. <laughs> yeah. In the marketing, those who bought the $200 Power Armor kit mm. were promised a duffel bag with a helmet and everything. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure of all the things in it, but the yeah. thing is the bag. It's not a duffel bag. <clears throat> no, it's it, like a... It's a nylon sack, more or less, yeah. <laughs> of bad quality. And Shaped the, like a duffel bag. Yeah. It, and they promise, like, like canvas... Uh, the material. Yeah. Like, canvas material and all that good stuff. But yeah, and, and they won't follow up through on that promise because it was too expensive. Mm. Then don't promise it! <laughs> God, it's not hard! Just be honest with what you're doing! And for people that uh, complain about it, well, at least one guy, he was offered 500 atoms in compensation, which is the equivalent of a $5 in-game purchase. Yeah. For what, 200 bucks? Are you out of your mind? Keep the rest of the 195. Yeah. Yeah. And with the refunding problem for those who downloaded the game, mm. yeah, no, this dumpster fire is it. <laughs> spread to the building, so to speak. Yeah, this is turning out to be a landfill fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh lord. Yeah. So let's let's see what they do in the future. Maybe we, maybe we can stop flogging this dead horse, but. Uh, 
Yeah. There's some patch no. of skin left, so to speak. <laughs> this fucker's been raised by a team of necromancers. <laughs> we need to smite the shit out of it. Smite. Bum. Oh, yeah. Oh. We need clerics, paladins, and... Well... The Ordo Malleus on this one. <laughs> Send the Inquisition! <laughs> Primark, where's the Prometheum? Oh, God. Yeah. I- I'm just so sad. Yeah. I-, I just can't really let go of the fact that big game developers think it's okay to just release shit like this mm. and then think that no it's no problem we can do this we can it's get it's gonna pay it. for itself <laughs> and then riddle the, the, the bill with microtransactions mm. greed yeah it's greed and arrogance i mean sure i i get the the uh, point of game development being expensive mm. especially in today yeah in in today's era it's really complicated stuff. I get it that it costs a lot of money for all the people involved. But at the same time, when you have a high cost, you expect good quality on the product. Yeah. And we're not getting good quality. No, it's a very much an imbalance of the price and the final product. Mm-hmm. Very much an imbalance. So it's no wonder that Gamers are pissed. Yeah, they, the very passionate uh, customer group. Yeah, they're very passionate about getting their money's worth. And I don't think uh, the big uh, gaming company gets that. No, I think they look like looking like uh, oh, it's just more customers. But they will buy it. You'll see. You'll see. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, what. A lot of in entertainment, actually. You can't cheat these people. And here's the thing also. Uh, there was this discussion between uh, YouTube creator John Ye and uh, Kotaku writer uh, Jason Schreier, I think his name is. Oh, yeah. And I listened to it. And I think that Schreier made some fair points that there, there is a lot of vitriol coming from the gaming community. Mm. Sure, there is. And a lot of creators, according to him, feel that they do a lot of hard work and only get, well, shit from the community. Mm. So a lot of game developers they actually consider just quitting because they don't feel it's worth it. But I think that in today's cases with both Battlefield 5 and Fallout 76, the questions about microtransactions and in-game um, options, mm-hmm. I, I feel that a lot of the criticism coming from the gaming community is valid mm. because you're, you still pay a lot of money for the things. Mm. And at that point, you expect to get your money's worth. Mm. And when people feel cheated, conned, or, or the like, 
when it comes to a high-priced product, of course, there's going to be criticism. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of criticism is taken in in the right way because everything that's actually getting heard is the loudest minority within the community, the, the really angry, vitriolic people. Yeah. Th- those are the voices that it gets pointed to all the time. But the majority of gamers who have valid criticism who are annoyed or angry about the way stuff is being handled today, those voices are getting shoved to the side. They're getting lumped in with the... uh, Yeah, exactly. It's like... The angry... The real... Yeah, the vitriolic crew. Yeah, the vitriolic crew, yeah. So so the real criticism is getting drowned in the bad arguments, in in the ad hominems and everything. Mm. And that's wrong. So, when it comes to the discussion between Yongye and Schreier, I think that Schreier, he really dodged a lot of the criticism. Mm -hmm. But another fair point he made was that uh, there needs to be better deals for the workers within the game development. Yeah, absolutely. And, And his idea was that they needed to unionize. And... Well, being from Sweden, we have a really strong tradition of unions here. Mm. And for a long time, it's been a good thing. Mm. So I I can see the good stuff coming from unionizing. But in today's... Well... Then you have the United United States kind of... uh, Yeah, and that's a whole different thing. eh? Yeah, like mob. But then again, the modern unions in Sweden, they're they're fucked up. Yeah. Uh, They actually just make more problems than they actually solve, (laughs) which is interesting. But that's more of a political nature. Yeah. So I think that when it comes to the criticism against game developers, there has to be more of a dialogue. Mm. The publishers, developers, and producers need to listen to people and not just go, that. well, if you don't like it, don't buy it. Uh, uh, yeah, marketing 101, that doesn't work. Yeah, but because when you attack your potential customers, when you attack the fans, mm. you're going to get reactions and not in the good way. No, exactly. So I mean, I, we have seen that everywhere, like on the yeah, game companies, comic book stores, and... Yeah. Uh, all over the entertainment business. And here's the thing also, when it comes to Battlefield Five, mm-hmm. This is a pure example of get woke, go broke. Yes. The good old saying. Yeah. Because Söderlund was complaining that his daughter couldn't partake in World War II because she was a girl. And, and that's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you wanted to storm the Normandy. Yeah. <clears throat> sure, get in the boats. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Go disable that MG42 up there. Come on, ladies first. Yeah, exactly. No, it's the reasoning is retarded. Yeah. This is just some virtue signaling bullshit. Mm. And I, I sure a game developer can do whatever game they want, but when they get criticism, they shouldn't respond with a five-year-old, nah, no, you stupid. No, you gay. Yeah. Your mom gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you. Is, that, that's, yeah. that's not the way to handle it. No, Don't I mean, attack your customers. Exactly. Don't attack and they, the fans. They get angry when it doesn't sell. Yeah. And blaming... Getting... getting <laughs> yeah. yeah. And blaming gamers for being entitled. Yeah. 
about it, that. It, 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 to me, this sounds like, oh, they're being entitled because we make a game and they have to like it. Well, yeah. That's you so produce dark. something that you expect to sell. Mm. But you can only sell it if people actually want it. It's not that people go and say, hey, make us a game and we'll pay you. No, exactly. No, you're saying, we're going to make a game, please buy it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to listen to the masses on this yeah. one, what they actually want. Because if you don't want to make a game that the masses want, then you go make your own game. Yeah. See if that sells. Exactly. I mean, we have the problem with the howler monkeys. Oh, yes. The howling NPCs. <laughs> this... You can make a book out of that. Yeah, small vocal minority on the other side of the playfield yeah. that demands representation and this and that, and it has to be all the womans. Yeah. The same kind of people that demands that Rockstar uh, makes should make a change in the game so that you can't uh, punch or kill the suffragettes. Yeah. So, I mean, this vocal minority is just as vitriolic as the gamer minority that's really vitriolic and going to doxing and stuff. Yeah, and there's where it gets entitled. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, they demand... The NPCs are really entitled because they demand that games should be fit into their worldview. Mm. While gamers say that we expect this product... This, or rather, this is the product we expected mm. uh, from what you've been, t- been telling us. And then you change it, and this is not what we want. We give you criticism saying, okay, this is not really something we want. And when the response is, well, if you don't like it, don't buy it. We're not going to buy it. It's as simple as that. Exactly. This is nothing about entitlement. No. This is about expectations of a product promised. I mean, haven't these people, haven't these people learned marketing by now? No. No, of course not. Or rather, they took the marketing course on from the intersectional viewpoint, maybe. They couldn't fit it in the schedule of gender studies, I suppose. <laughs> oh, here I am, punching! <laughs> oh, God. So I don't think we want to open that Pandora's box. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so curious. Yeah. Let's open it. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Another day. So. Yeah. <sighs> But what can we expect from the future? Is there something good coming? I hope we're getting our own, like, video game gate, so to speak. Well, you mean a Gamergate 2.0? My brain broke for a second. Yes, of course (laughs) I mean Gamergate 2.0. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, and there's a lot of people saying that, oh, why should we have another Gamergate? The first one didn't do anything. But I think the first one did do something. Yeah, I mean... Among the, the howler monkeys complaining about sexism and all that, I think we got sort of open our eyes for corrupt journalism in video gaming communities yeah. and such. So I think another two, uh, 2.0 would make... It would make a difference. I mean, if we're going to highlight the uh, all this... Uh, words fail me. I'm sorry. Uh, in gaming companies and all that. Mm-hmm. If we're going to highlight that in the next Gamergate, yes, then we need another one to make a difference. I think the main reason that it feels like the first one didn't do anything is that it was the other side that had the media. 
Yeah. They could write the history. Yeah. And that's the problem. Exactly. So I think what we really need is more engagement in actually doing our own writing mm. and not expect the mainstream media yeah, exactly. or because then the old get... media to do the right thing because they won't. No, no. When you finally get around to reporting on it, it won't be on on our side, so to speak. Speaking of, I actually saw that uh, Jeremy Hambly, mm-hmm. the quartering, oh, yeah. he's actually starting up a new gaming news website. Oh, is it now? Yeah, um, I'm just going to see if I can find it. I saw a video about it just last night. Yeah, because that's also what we need. We need not to separate separate ourselves a lot, but we need our own, not infiltrated yeah. by the NPCs. Exactly. Uh, oh, another good thing, actually. Uh, Nintendo, Oh, they've actually cancelled their... Uh, what, what was it called? Nintendo Maker's program creators program where you had to pay like 40 percent of uh, whatever income you got from a video or something to do with nintendo products they've canceled that so now you should be able to stream and play nintendo games like any other game there are some guidelines and all but i think we we can look into that later good boys but yeah so hey (laughs) that's nice and you get if you actually monetize your stuff you can keep your money Oh, thank you, kind master. Yeah, but actually, that's a good good decision from them. Yeah. Uh, the thing that Jeremy is working on is exclusively games. Oh, okay. So I'm actually yes, looking forward go- to see what that's going to be. Yeah, exactly. And go support that. Yeah. We need that. Because this should be all about escapism. Yeah. This is all about gaming and stuff and non-political Exactly. That is what I want. I don't want to have politics in my games. I don't want to have politics in my hobby. I mean, if we're going to have politics, we're going to have... We're going to have to punch against everyone. Yeah. All the different directions. Yeah. So, either all of it, or none of it. Yeah. And by none of it is that leave politics by the door. Exactly. If you're going to go into gaming, go into gaming. No. Not politics. No gods, no kings, only man. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, be on the lookout for that. Exclusively games. Yeah, I'm gonna be that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Hashtag me too. Oh no, I didn't. Oh yes, you did. <laughs> Hashtag my games. <laughs> Hashtag, yeah. Start that one. Maybe you should be. Hashtag Mutu. Mutu. Be on the lookout for that one, people. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else? Re- I was going to say retarded, but... Oh, there, there's a lot of retarded things, but maybe not for this one. <laughs> We've been going on for a bit, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, you should follow us on Twitter. Yeah. On the... Uh, what is it called? DRH Podcast. Podcast. One, one word. word. I, I do some shit posting and some commenting there. So if you have tips, commenting, or, or something else... Or just plain shit post us. Yeah. Follow us. Talk to us. <laughs> Witness <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. But uh, we're also on... Um, our stuff is on Podbean. iTunes. Spotify. And YouTube. For those people who listen yeah. on Podbean right now. Yeah. Hi. 
Hi. So yeah, you can find us at a varied variety of places. Yeah, exactly. Variety. 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 Yeah. But yeah, those you people listening on YouTube right now, don't forget to subscribe. 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 Subscribe, click that bell. Smash for that like button. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and all that jazz. Leave a comment. I don't, I don't know. And if you're going to subscribe, don't forget to click that notification bell. That's what I just said. I wasn't notified. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ah, Fuck you. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess that's all we have for... For this time. For this time. So, um... Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you very much. Have a good time, unit people. Resist the NPCs. <laughs>